Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Two more murders, 15 miles away. Arrived, in the we have a electricity weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. murder. Imagine getting murdered over something small and trivial, losing your life over something so small when compared to a human life as an Xbox. That's exactly what happened on August 6th, 2004, in a murder that is commonly referred to as the Xbox murders. Though, in hindsight, the Xbox was just the straw that broke the camel's back in a career crime history of four young men. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Troy Victorino and Jerome Hunter were found squatting by Erin Bellinger on her grandparents' property. She had moved to Florida to take care of their home that these strangers were now using as a party house. She called the police and they evicted the boys before they could pack up their belongings. The deputies boxed it all up, including the boy's prized Xbox. Angry that he lost his party spot and he was made to leave his Xbox behind, Victorino reasoned that Aaron had robbed him. Troy Victorino was a Latin king, and when Aaron called the police, he saw it as a sign of deep disrespect that he could just not allow. He and his accomplices, Robert Cannon, Jerome Hunter, and Michael Salas, began to form a plan to murder Aaron Bellinger. They had a gun that they intended on using, but could not find enough ammunition. Instead, they rounded up 15 baseball bats from the neighborhood children and headed to the Bellinger home. They were overheard by a sales clerk stating that they were going to, quote, bash him in the face and knock their teeth down their throat. These boys were no strangers to crime. This was just a progression. Troy Victorino had been in and out of jail for assault and was incarcerated for eight years prior to the 2004 incident. In fact, he had been arrested on July 29, 2004 for assaulting a man, but posted bail the next day. His probation officer was notified of the arrest and required to file a report within 24 hours informing a judge of the arrest. 
This report could have sent Victorino back to jail, thus preventing what was about to happen to Aaron Bellinger and her friends. However, the report was not received until August 6th, after the massacre. His probation officer was also allowed to perform a warrantless arrest, but failed to do so. Both his probation officer and his supervisor were fired as a result of these mistakes. It is also interesting to note that Victorino, Salas, and Hunter all had violent childhoods and were all diagnosed with various mental disorders. Victorino had brain damage that left him unable to control his impulses, Salas suffered from bipolar disorder, and Hunter had schizophrenia and spoke to his identical twin brother who died when he was six months old. All of this, along with the anger over the missing items, culminated in a massacre on August 6th when they entered the home that Aaron Bellinger lived with her friends. Jonathan Gleason was on the recliner when the men stormed the house. He was fatally stabbed in the neck by Hunter. Victorino beat Francisco Ayo Roman with an aluminum bat. Tito Gonzalez was beat in the head with a bat and then stabbed by Hunter. Anthony Began was bludgeoned and stabbed in the throat while his girlfriend, who had been hiding in the closet, watched. When she was discovered, Victorino stabbed and bludgeoned her as well. Aaron Bellinger was beaten to death and afterward, Troy Victorino sexually abused her body. They also stomped and killed Aaron's dachshund before they were finished. The trial, which had to be moved due to a massive media coverage, ended on August 2, 2006. Troy Victorino and Jerome Hunter were sentenced to death by lethal injection, while Robert Cannon and Michael Salas were given life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. In response to the Deltona massacre, Florida legislature proposed a bill that would add a risk-to-the-public hearing for probation violators with violent histories. Victorino's probation officer was allowed to arrest him after his violation, but not required by law. This bill now closes this loophole. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on August 7th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.